Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Thomas Seymour Turner, Jonah Levine, Paul Parten, Ethan Ferguson, Brownie Davis, Mo P, Alice, Sarachia, Nick Morgan, and David W.F. Thanks for helping these 80s college students have a roadside nap. But this little girl is running alone towards a forest, away from the village. And you feel yourself compelled to, to pick up. You, you want to see her face because all you see is her back. So unless you want to fight me on this one, you feel compelled just to pick her up and look at her for a second. I'm cool with that. And you do. You pick her up and you turn her around. And, you know, it's a ceramic face. It's not like you're uh, an artist, other than when it comes to cars. But you would definitely feel that the ceramic emotion of this piece, if they were going for excitement, they got it wrong. The ceramic figure looks, you would guess, scared, confused. It's, it's just not a, it's a stark contrast. Three college students have left Kansas City. They've all piled into to a Camaro that has seen better days. Well, on the surface, little do they knew that underneath that Camaro is an engine that just screams whenever someone punches down on the gas, which Heather is known to do on the highway. Now, you guys could quickly make it to Pittsburgh within probably a day so, a day or so, but no one's really that quick to get there. Family is exciting and all, but uh, as Heather and Mike have uh, described their parents to uh, Erica, they're a little lame. They're little squares. Uh, their dads are still into disco, and so is, and the moms are in the jello molds. So no one's in the quickest rush to get there. So you guys are just driving, and whenever you see something that seems exciting or new, any touristy distraction, you're going to stop. You're going to stop and you're going to enjoy yourselves. Of course, you are college students. And of course, you aren't the richest of college students. Unless, uh, what is everybody's resources at? Uh, you should see it in your on your character seat, sheet. It would be in, the, I think it's called Merits. Uh, mine is just one. Okay. And Angela? I have none. You have none. Yes, that's right. You are not. You are. <laughs> uh, and what about you, uh, Erica? How, how rich are you? Just one. one okay. Hmm? You are not rich people. Uh, uh, Angela, you actually, uh, you basically got to school on a scholarship. Uh, and any money that you do have, you kind of blow it on your car. Um, it's my baby. It's your baby. You got you to gotta nurse the baby. I'm very maternal to my yes. car. <laughs> that being said, uh, what's the car's name? Rhonda. Wanda? Ron, oh no, that yeah, that's better. I it, I had it with an R, but no, it's a W. It's Wanda. And a Wanda. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, I, I'm kind of jumping around, but uh, one last rule: um, when it comes to resources, Christina, uh, this is a rule that we imparted. Um, first of all, it's like your general wealth level. A uh, one is you guys are poor college students. So if you stop at a gas station, you're not going to be like, "How much money do I have in my pocket?" I'm going to say like, "Well, yeah, you can buy a bag of chips," but you're not, you oh. know. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, but when we're in the game, when we're really in the tough of it, what a resource basically is, is at any point in game, you could say, I want something. I want to find it. Um, and depending on how rare it is, I'll either say two resources or three. But if you say like a one resource would be Billy, at some point I want to find a revolver. I, I, I'm looking around. I want to find a revolver. I will say, if you spend that one resource, it's gone forever, but then I'll say at some point you will stumble upon a revolver. So it's kind of like a, um, a gimme. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the last thing you need to know. So you guys are driving and I'm almost offended to ask this, but Heather, who is driving? Um, excuse me. I am. You should be. <laughs> that is offensive. <laughs> then who is, who is your passenger? Who is the side seat? Who is known as the navigator? Erica. Erica, how, how are you feeling about <laughs> being in the navigator of this group? Uh, you know, I um, was feeling very confident for like, I don't know, like the first hour, hour and a half until I realized uh, that South was at the top of the map. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, wor that really worries me that you're the observer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. No, she, she gets hyper-focused on things, but when it comes to the map, nah. It's been a long semester, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus, you are in the back. And uh, since this is a, I, I said it was a Camaro, they technically have a back seat. Um, it is not a very comfortable. Uh, your legs, especially for a big guy like you. So mm -hmm. your legs are kind of stretched down onto the other seat. And, of course, you, it, your stuff is packed in there. Because, uh, as we know, as a college, you leave college. You don't get to stay in your same dorm room, usually. You pack all your stuff. So right now, three people's belongings from all year <laughs> is packed into their trunk mm -hmm. and mostly in the back seat. And, unfortunately, Mike, that means that you are the luggage troll. <laughs> I'm trying my best to be comfortable and get some sleep, but I'm feeling utterly. So I'm basically playing a game of I Spy by myself. Cow. Pony. Cow. <laughs> and right, I said, Cow. it is the, you have passed your semester. So it is summer, summer, summer. It is a beautiful and scorching day in a beautiful Kansas. I don't, I don't know much <laughs> about Kansas. It's flat and there's cows, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is a beautiful day and it's about midday and you've been driving about four hours. And so far you've stopped. And we still haven't left Kansas. <laughs> yeah, no, because you keep on getting distracted. Uh, at first you had to stop at the world's fourth biggest uh ball of yarn mm -hmm. uh and you've noticed that you know when you got there it wasn't even the fourth it's the 40th and apparently that was a big deal um it's just and, some grandma's yarn collection yeah. <laughs> and then you guys had a course stop at the niagara falls of kansas which really wasn't that impressive at all mm -hmm. it was like someone stuck a garden hose on top of a hill and it was going down so at least you got plenty of polaroid pictures of that truly majestic Yes. And as you're driving, uh, Heather, it is, like I said, about 2 p.m. And you, you see something that is quite unusual on the side of the road. You see candy canes. You see a candy cane like lawn ornament sticking out. And as you keep on going down the highway, you see another candy cane, a little bit bigger. And then finally, you get to a candy cane sign as you're driving on the highway. And it says, Santa's Village, stop for free eggnog. Yes, comma, we're open, exclamation mark. 
Uh, it's free, guys. Wait, free what? eggnog. Okay, important question. Is it alcoholic or non-alcoholic eggnog? It's free. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay, yes. Technically free. I'm just curious about the last part. Like, is it... Will I get drunk? I don't think they if- had room on the sign. Like they were too busy having the conversation with us to assure us that we were that they were open. Okay, fine, fine. Let's go. Free is good. What do you think, Erica? Are you are you pro this? Oh, I'm pro. I'm pro free anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with uh, Erica kind of bouncing in her seat, excited, and Mike just seeming to be relieved that he'll be able to stretch his legs. <laughs> Heather, you you punch it and you drive and you exit off the uh, ramp as one does on the highway. And honestly, it's a weird kind of ramp because you, you, you got to start going into a turn and it goes asphalt for about a mile. And then it slowly turns into kind of gravel and you are going into it's not like a dense forest and there's cackling lightning. It's nice out. It's still, and you do see it, you pass a couple houses, um, but mostly they seem like those trailer houses that, you know, they, they, they were constructed and then plumbing was installed. Uh, well, I think that's how every house is, but you get my point. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, uh, more houses are built on uh, cinder blocks than uh, actually in the ground. But the further you go into this forest, you see signs of oddly, Christmas. Uh, you see a lot of elk trees and uh, like uh, uh, I'm sorry, like um, normal trees, uh, but they have decorations on them, ornaments, and uh, and uh, what's it called? Those fluffy things. Um, garland. Yes, garland. Let's go with that. Well, that was, <laughs> and then you see some strings of lights, and then you pull into uh, a gas station, and it says Santa's Village and gas, <laughs> and. It really just looks like a single house. Like like I said, a small gas station, probably one room, maybe two for the back. And uh, there is a pickup truck uh, parked in the back. Uh, it has a bunch. It's rusted, heavily rusted, but it has a bunch, of, a bunch of Christmas lights all on it. And the Christmas lights are on even though it's daylight. And there's no one else uh, but the gas uh the gas is there, and uh, you know it's not like ridiculous prices. This is the nineteen. This is nineteen eighty-seven. So uh, you know it's still probably like I don't know fifty cents. That seems about right. <laughs> um, and you see, like you know, the signs. The sign outside says, "Like come in for the holiday spirit, free eggnog." Pushing the free eggnog, and that's what I am here for. So. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll hop out of the car once, you know, I'm sure it's in park. And even though you said like, there's nobody else there, I like still make sure that I'm at the edge of whatever lot, uh, lot probably in air quotes this place has so that nobody can park next to Wanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one can park next to Wanda. Exactly. So yeah, you kind of park on the, like. Oh, and you- I'm a jerk. I park at an angle. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Perfect. Perfect. Someone's earning their spot on the nice, uh, the, the the nice list. I'm sure. <laughs> so you you roll up and you take over at least three parking spots. If that you would judge it that way, because this is just like a gravel lot. Yeah, there's probably not really lines, but uh, three cars could park where I opted to park. You know exactly, and you never know when this is hustle and bustle time. So <laughs> rush hour could be right around the corner, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, eggnog in in June. So. Yep. Okay, you get out. Um, it's one of those seats where uh, 
there's no back seat. Uh, I'm sorry, there's no back door, Jesus. Yeah, you have to wait for somebody to uh, get out first, and then they have to lean the seat forward, and you stumble out yeah. trying it, to it push. It still takes back like an extra minute because I have to get out of the luggage because she twer- swerved so far the luggage landed on top of me, so I have to like uh-huh. just jig myself out of the seat. I'm like, oh, give me just okay, give me. Okay, could you just pull, just pull here, just just get get my hand, get my hand, please, just for the love of God, just give me a hand. Oh my gosh, just, just get me, out. Just, uh, fine. Jeez. Oh, tumble, tumble. <laughs> and Erica, I'm sure that you don't have as difficult of time getting out of this uh, this car seat. No way, man! Christmas in July, except for it's June. Uh, <laughs> <time game>. uh, <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> Christina, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you an item because I think this is since you're the observer. Uh, I said that a bunch of Polaroids have been taken. Uh, uh-huh. You are in possession. That is your Polaroid camera in your oh. hand. And I'm giving you 10 shots of Polaroid action to do with what you want. Okay. 10 shots of Polaroid action. So if you ever, yeah, if you ever want, if you ever want to, uh, to see what the, like, if you, if I say something, you're like, I need it. Just tell me. And you could, you could take that picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted, but for now I'm, I'm guarding it very closely. <laughs> I know I pay a lot of money for that role. So. <laughs> Okay, audience, as our uh, protagonists or victims, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. step out of the car, I want you to describe them. So we're going to start with Heather, move to Mike, then go to Erica. So give paint us a picture with your words. All right. So as uh, Heather gets out, she is, uh, yeah, she's she's glam. She's 80s glam. She's got big blonde hair. Uh, she's got... Uh, heavy dark red lipstick, uh, you know, heavy eyeliner. Uh, she is wearing. Uh, it's not quite like truly punk, but she's definitely like leaning in that kind of uh, edgier direction. So like her jeans are torn, uh, and she tore them. She did not buy them pre-torn. Don't like know if a- you could do that in 1987, but it feels yeah, you know, it's there. Uh, and uh, she's got a, a band T-shirt for like some rando college band that, you know, is like that's big on campus. It's totally going to be big someday. Humpback. Humpback. <laughs> they sing for the whales. Save the whales, man. There's definitely a, I was going to say there's a bumper sticker, but I don't put bumper stickers on Wanda. <laughs> okay. And as you step out of your car, I'm sure you look in the mirror quickly as the and you, of course, retouch up your uh, red lipstick. Why not? You yep. got you to gotta look your best for Santa. And uh, Mike, you stumble out of the car, dropping a suitcase filled with uh, what what uh, equipment do you have there? Oh, obviously football. I mean, that's football. The partial, it's part of the partial scholarship I got for the college. Yes, you, you, your, your uh, football gear, like your helmet falls out, mm-hmm. and so does a football. <laughs> just, just a football. No, no. Yeah. Uh, and I stumble out rolling up and it's a tallish, uh, strongly built. Uh, actually, he's a uh, he's on defense. So he's a thickly built, uh, dark skinned man with uh, basically this, his, the side of his head is is uh, shaved. But the top is a full top hat, like not top hat, a flat top. Like he looks like a, a character from Do, Do the Right Thing. Uh, just I walking out with with this with black sunglasses that are obviously super fake, but he thinks look cool coming out. <laughs> Somebody on oh. jeans, a T-shirt. <laughs> 
I'm glad it wasn't hammer pants. I was waiting for you to go, <laughs> go full eighties, but I'm really digging everybody's. And then <laughs> yep. coming out as the camera moves around the car, uh, someone pushes open the the passenger side and steps out, and it is Erica. And Eric, if 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 Heather is the punk rock black cat friend, then I think um, Erica is the the golden retriever, <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton light. <laughs> the big blonde hair, but is a little happier to be here. Lots of fringe. Lots oh, of wow. Friends, very I mean, part of Texas. I mean, she is from Texas. Yeah, yeah. And so um, she came all the way. You know, her family was real worried about her going so north. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a real big departure uh, from what the, the rest of the gang back home is used to. But she did. She had a pretty good year. I love that your dorm goes through so much Aquanet. (laughs) Like our like we are responsible for the hole in the old. Oh my god! On here alone, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you know what the fun thing is? You both probably met each other, and well, not the golden retriever, but like Heather was like, "There's no way we last." And like two years later, you guys are like the best of friends. Absolutely, opposites attract. You know, that's the way it works. I love her band. (laughs) <laughs> I can't tell you what they're singing about, but I love it. <laughs> so, okay. That paints us a picture. So these three college students in the 80s, I just realized after remind myself, you guys chose the 80s. Mm-hmm. You step out, and like I said, it is a dingy gas station. It doesn't look like it's on like cement blocks like the houses that you passed on the way here. It does look like it was a sturdy construction of concrete and it has working lights. And even though it is dingy around it you you have to acknowledge and even sort of respect that there is some care that's put in the decorations they have frost on the frost on the windows they have a uh, tinsel thrown about they have the lights that are polished you got to admit if someone was going to do christmas in july but it's actually june this <laughs> would be the ideal place to do it because they really they really do care. And yes, uh, it says we're open. You see the lot sign and you do see through the frosted windows. There is a woman who is uh, not currently looking outside. She is uh, she's climbed a ladder and she's like stocking a, a shelf of some sort. So there are there is a person in there. All right. I'll lead the way in with a ding, 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 ding. Oh, no. The door opens and that chime just kind of bellows out and the woman uh, who is you? You. She is a grandma in every sense of the word. Like I'm not talking just about age, but you look at this woman and you she you can tell that she wants grandchildren. She turns around and she has the biggest smile on her face, and uh, she is maybe uh, five foot tall and maybe a hundred and ten pounds if you, she was soaked wet, <laughs> and she claps her hands excitedly. Uh, Erica, I, just want to, I want to ask you something. You are, um, is Erica in her marriage? Does she, is it, uh, does she have something called small frame? Yes. Uh, Erica, I just want to, I just realized uh, I forgot to say that you are small. So you are a very small Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I say this woman's small, Erica, um, she's actually a little bit taller than you. So you, you don't like to describe her as small, but she, uh, you, you definitely, her, and uh, if you step on your tippy toes, you kind of would, uh, you know, uh, make her be bigger than her but 
Anyways, she is a small, frail woman, and she claps her hands excitedly as she uh, carefully moves down the stepping stool. And as she turns around fully, you see that not only is this entire gas station Christmas in July, but June, uh, so is this woman. She is wearing the Christmas Claus, Santa Miss Claus outfit, uh, and... She's just beams with exciting excitement and says, oh, my God, welcome. And she runs towards you as if you were uh, as if she was Oprah. And just <laughs> and Heather, she grabs your hands and she squeezes them very tightly. And she says, welcome to Christmas every day of the week, every day of the year. My name. Well, you call me Miss Claus. Uh, uh, hi, Miss Miss Claus. Uh, you know what's funny though? My name is actually Miss Claus, but it's spelled differently. It's actually Klaus, but I call it Claus. <laughs> uh, how how festive! Thank you. Oh, I love your your high top. That's Thank that's you. groovy. Thank- it's very groovy. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is a word you can use. She nods her head as if proud that she could speak the lingo. <laughs> and she she walks over towards uh, Erica and then she makes a note of like holding her, her hand over her head and like measures you <laughs> off. And she's like, well, this isn't every day this happens. <laughs> oh, well, I think Santa Claus just found another elf. Oh, you're yeah. so cute. She says as she, she pinches your cheek. Well, happy, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, everybody enjoy, you know, who wants three, three eggnogs, right? Uh, yes. Yes, please. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to say anything. It's fine. Probably <laughs> best I don't say anything. It's great. Hey, Zee, I'm just going to give you to you, Mike. Just looking at this woman, you <laughs> think that the idea of alcohol would tarnish her soul. Okay. You know, I for don't a think fact. they sell alcohol in this county. <laughs> oh, oh. This, that, so, hurts, that hurts me. That hurts Mike physically. So Miss Klaus walks off in the back, and as you look around, you guys can do your own thing, but I'll describe, give you some basic uh, information. It does look like a gas station um, store. You know, you see Yahoo in the back. You see chips. A little bit older, and you don't know if that's because they they like to go vintage or if it's just been a while since they've restocked. Um, nothing looks like it's bad, though. Like, the Yahoo does look like safe to drink and everything, but it just, everything just is a very vintage feel about this, uh, what items are sold, selling. Um, but you, the big thing is the, the shelves that line the entire walls of this place. It's filled with fake snow in a ceramic Christmas town. One of those miniature Christmas towns. And when I say that, calling it a town would probably not fit this is actually almost like a city like there is scenes upon scenes there are ceramic miniatures there has to be over a thousand of like different people some ice skating and yes as soon as you approach it they slowly spin around like the glass ice, like lake uh the lights are all blinking as you like approach a bunch of carolers like a light candle light near them like turns on and you start hearing like the song, like a song, a Christmas song. Like there are some people who spend their lives learning quantum mechanics. There are some people who spend their lives learning, trying to find the secret of life. This woman has spent her life creating this village. And it is as clear as day. 
Okay. I'm impressed. That is a <laughs> lot of wasted time. <laughs> I'm also impressed, but I uh it yeah, I got ants who like collect crosses on the wall, so this is like <laughs> doubly cool to me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know, and honestly, it's it is pretty. Like, regardless of what everybody uh you know thinks if it's lame, it, it it's it's still an impressive sight to see. If you guys want to, you know what, you know, I'm just going to make an awareness. I'm going to make a perception check um, perception. as you guys are looking around. Now, uh, perception is not a stat. It's actually a combination of a stat. And I just need to pull up the, uh, there it is. I think it's uh, wits plus uh, uh, composure. Wits plus composure. Sounds familiar. Yep. yep. Wits plus composure. And just tell me what you got. Uh, and let me, okay, let me see. Uh, you're distracted by the beauty of everything, uh, which means you. Uh, it's a minus one just uh, from your dice pole. Okay. And just see, make sure if you don't have any merits that help your uh, observation skills. Uh, and so this is just going to be a, a basic perception check. Boom. Okay. I got a one success. I've got two successes. All right. And uh, Erica, what did you get? I got one success. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, you know, Erica did not get that, but that's fine. No, everybody got it. Everybody sees something cool. Um, Erica, the thing that you you spot uh, most in- interesting enough, this is also like, you know, you got to give this woman cr- uh, crops. You know, she'd be done well in our multicultural class because uh, not only is there like, you know, Christmas, but there's also like a section that, you know, she has like a Kwanzaa section. She has like a small section for like, uh, there is clearly a temple and there's, um, you know, uh, clearly people who are worshiping uh, during Hanukkah and stuff like that. Um, but then you find then, but the, there is one thing that seems a little weird. Mm-hmm. As you are like peeking through the houses, the ceramic houses, and yes, there are insides to these ceramic houses. There is a TV, one of those old 1950s TVs that flickers on for a second, and uh. It's surprising to you. You would think that it's just going to be like a picture with like a light behind it, but it almost looks like channels. Mm-hmm. And for like a fraction of a second, there's like a goat on it, like a goat head. Oh, I- and then it, and then it shifts. Like yeah. it, it, go, it just goes from like, you know, uh, a still image of a father, daughter, a still image of like ice skaters and a still image of a goat. And just before it flickers, it looks like the goat turns its head towards you. And then it flickers to like a sailboat. I don't know why that's Christmassy, but that's what she's chosen on it. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy. But again, it just shows you how much this woman has dedicated her life to making this interesting. Yeah, totally. I, you know, I don't think goats are that weird. <laughs> From Texas. I, I've seen a couple goats in my time. Uh, <laughs> there were there were goats in the um the stable uh, the major <laughs> the baby was born mm-hmm. so i you know maybe it's just part of a christmas special I, I you know i like it okay uh and jesus uh mike as you're looking around uh uh you, you see that there is a uh delivery man next to like a, a old-fashioned diner a 1950s diner and uh you see that he is gripping like a bot, like a um, a carton fill of milk, and he's moving, not moving, but he's like he, ceramically, he's taking a step towards uh, that's uh, towards the back door. But what you notice is a little weird. 
because everything is like everything is detailed. Everything's detailed to the like every woman has their fingernails like uh, colored. Like there is no sloppy paintwork. The guy has red on his fingers though. Like his fingers are bleeding, and you you don't really know if that's like maybe he was picking up tomatoes and that's the backstory. But it's weird. Mm. And that's all you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Heather, since you got two, as you're walking through this Christmas village, just observing, uh, you're kind of stepping away. Everybody's kind of stepped away from their own thing. There's there's like plenty of room to move around, so you don't need to all like you know follow each other. Heather, as you step away, you find yourself drawn to a figure wearing a red cloak and it's a little girl and she is running and is this one of the like the little ceramic figures yes yeah it's a little ceramic figure of a girl in a red cloak and what you first notice is the cloak matches your uh lipstick to the t so deep respect to that little girl uh but the weird thing is everybody's like has a job in this thing. Everybody has a, like a ceramic job or an activity they're doing. And you see there's other kids who are look they they are throwing what looks to be like uh snowballs and she's like somehow like made little snowballs that float in the air probably by using like fishing line or like you know whatever. You know, it looks there is a snowfall fight. There are kids playing. But this little girl is running alone towards a forest away from the village and you feel yourself compelled to to pick up you you want to see her face because all you see is her back so unless you want to fight me on this one you feel compelled just to pick her up and look at her for a second cool with that and you do you pick her up and you turn her around and you know it's a ceramic face it's not like you're uh, an artist other than when it comes to cars. But you would definitely feel that the ceramic emotion of this piece, if they were going for excitement, they got it wrong. The ceramic figure looks, you would guess, scared, confused. It's it's just not a, it's a stark contrast. And suddenly behind you, Angela, you hear, no! And you jerk a little bit and you feel something prick your finger like the girl's hand kind of pricks your finger and you get a you get a cut just a quick cut but you don't drop it you okay. don't drop That's it what I was oh, worried oh, was gonna you have. know what you know what why not try it oh, let's no. roll it just oh no. let's roll a general let's roll a general dexterity plus uh athletics just to see if you uh, don't drop it no minuses just let's want to see if you drop I, it. i believe in you heather it's gonna be great it's gonna be fine totally fine we're going to drive away. Five dice for this roll. There's no uh, three chance. successes. <laughs> you do one of those things where you do drop it, but you catch it in your other hand. And you like, I don't even, I'm going to even say you don't need to roll stealth in order to put it back in the perfect spot. I mean, um, I do have quick draw. This is not technically how the quick draw skill should be used, but I feel like it applies. Yes. But you do get a little blood on the, uh, on the, on the cotton um, snow because it's like that fluff that fake mm-hmm. snow you get a little blood on on it and you kind of try to use your finger to you fill it in as good as you can 
And then you immediately turn back around and the woman is there holding three uh, piping hot uh, mugs, very festive looking. It has the um, candy cane uh, uh, handle and she's like offers all of you eggnog. Woo! Woo! Okay, well, uh, what do you guys think? Is this a beautiful? I just love it. I just, I love every figurine. Do you have any questions? Uh, yeah, this is this is all a uh, great, great eggnog. I mean, this be- beautiful stuff. This eggnog is delicious as well. But like this, this is a beautiful work. Like, how long did it take you to do all this? Oh. Well, you know, when I was about when I was your age, my husband and me tried to conceive and it turns out I'm infertile. And 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 you know what? I I always believed that Christmas was the happy time where you didn't get bad news. So I just decided to to constantly make my life Christmas and I never feel bad about it now. Definitely an overshare on her part. (laughs) But she, there's, there's a moment as soon as she says my eyes go, I was like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely an overshare. But she's just staring at you as if like she told you the weather, like it, it doesn't phase her. She still smiles. And then she looks towards Heather and Erica and, and nods for you guys to try the eggnog. And she also has one herself and she brings yeah. it to her lip and takes a sip and like does that little old woman dance with her shoulders. Like yum, yum, yum. I mean, Mike, if it's delicious, Mike downs it. Oh, oh, Mike. Mike, <laughs> this woman has dedicated her life to creating Christmas, and you're asking if she does not know how to make a good eggnog. This is the best eggnog of your life. Oh, my God. Even without alcohol, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh Heather, God. Erica, you hear him, yeah. Mike, just talking. Yeah. I, I'm picking up a weird vibe. I'm like, I'm looking over at Mike all of a sudden. I'm like, is it? Is it? You know, how is it? It's, oh, my God. This is heaven in the form of egg and and nog. <laughs> oh geez i'm kind of looking at it and i think i'm smelling it a little bit something something mm. weird. Something. it smells like fresh peppermint and it tickles your nose in a pine piney way it it smells delicious okay billy uh-huh. is not the biggest eggnog connoisseur in real life <laughs> i'll take a single gentle sip oh it's good it's oh. good oh it's good and if you want to stop, which I totally am fine with, I'm going to have you say, uh, I'm going to make you roll a resolve roll. Resolve plus, I'm going to say, uh, let's do a resolve plus uh, composure. I got two. You take a sip and then you find yourself wanting to take another sip. But you, you, you it's kind of like a struggle where this just doesn't feel right. And honestly, the more you, you, you consider the taste in your mouth, after the first initial sip, it's all right. I mean, it's not great. So, but there's that first 10 seconds where you kind of just want to keep on sipping in order to capture that very beginning. Okay. Okay. So, but, so it's all right, eggnog. It's acceptable yeah. eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the first taste was like just amazing. But mm-hmm. once it just kind of goes down the throat, you're like, okay. You know, it was, it, the memory was fun. That was an excitement, but you don't you don't feel compelled anymore. So, you got your sip, Heather. Uh, are you going to fight this? Or are you feeling it? I'm I'm vibing. I'm down with the eggnog. Down Great. with the eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, yeah. next uh, next hit. <laughs> so yeah, and honestly, uh, you guys enjoy your eggnog, and 
And then she looks outside and she's like, oh God, it's getting so late. And you guys definitely look outside and it is dark out. And it was like two o'clock, you said earlier. It was literally two o'clock when you got here. But as soon as you look outside, it is not not 100% dark, but it looks like dusk is coming. But it's since you're kind of in a foresty area, it's a little bit harder to uh, see the sunlight. And she's like, well, we're about to get closing. You guys, were it's so good to talk to all of you. Uh, do you need to make any final purchases? Do you need to pick up gas? Um. I guess I should probably top off the tank. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, and what about, uh, uh, honey, do you want to finish yeah, the rest I, of your? Yeah. Is there, I mean, I know, I know I would never ask for the recipe because I, this is for something like this, you would protect it with your life, but like, can I get like a jug of this or something? Oh, well, you aren't you precious. No. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll have a Snickers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she goes up and gives you a Snickers, and it's holiday. Uh, it's like it has the uh, like the um, the wrapping for the holiday Snickers, like it has like the mistletoe. Um, but Erica, she is occasionally glancing towards you um, mm -hmm. since you you only took a sip, and after she's done bringing you up for the Snickers, and Mike, you have you said you have one resource. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely pay for it. But uh, she then looks towards Erica and Erica, you're from Texas. Yeah. You, you, you have family in Texas. In Texas, you, you're not supposed to be angry. No. But you've seen your father come drunk to a family gathering once or twice. And you've seen how your mom reacted. Oh, he's just not feeling right. Right, honey? <laughs> so she's smiling at you. But she asks, I hope you enjoyed your drink. Um, I I really did. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of watching my figure. It's just so full, you know. It's, it was so good. Uh, I knew if I had a little bit, I wasn't going to be able to stop. You know what I mean? There is a awkward second pause. And then she just reinforces her smile and says, of course. Well, um, which one of you going to be paying for your friend's gas? Uh, it is going to be, and she like brings up, like, it's going to be like $5 to get this like completely. <laughs> I mean, you're going to top it off. It's not like you're like going from like zero to that, but yeah. it's, yeah. it's like I got, you, you got I, a quarter. I, I got, I'll take it with the Snickers. Yep. And you, yep. you pay for it. And she kind of just ushers you out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You guys were wonderful. Welcome. Happy Christmas in July and June. And the door slams shut uh, behind you. And almost immediately, all the lights, I mean, all the Christmas lights that were on, all the lights that were inside, switch off. And you guys are just left in not complete darkness because there is one lone telephone pole with a, a light attached to it, shining down on the gravel uh, lot. But this is the first time that this place has felt foreboding. Do you think she has like all tied to like one switch that it all turned off that quickly? Because that is creepy. I can imagine that you won't want to go around and flip everything off at the end of the night. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's one, one switch might that's be really that's fair. That's methodical, fair. you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. But other than that, you guys can easily get back to your car. 
nobody jumps out at you, but it is a little bit. Honestly, here's the thing. Mike, Heather, you don't know how she did it, but you're kind of feeling in the Christmas spirit. Mm -hmm. You're feeling good. You're not questioning it. This is not foreboding to you. This is just like, oh, cool. She cleared all of lights. Uh, Erica, you're. You, you, you're not like panicked, but you can't wait to get back on the highway. Yeah. And I, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little bless her heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This woman was definitely bless her heart. And as you guys climb back into your car, you start it back up, you're driving. Um, you easily find your way back onto the highway. Not a problem. Now you guys all, uh, are poor pretty much you have enough money to get from here back to Pittsburgh, but you're not staying in hotels. The goal, the basic, the idea would be if you did have to stay the night anywhere, you would pull over to a rest stop and you would sleep there. And since this was the eighties, that seemed like a good idea. Uh, <laughs> so you guys drive for like a good two, three hours and you see cars, pass you by you see trucks nothing really ominous and uh you listen to the radio you guys can talk and erica you're the only one that just kind of doesn't just it, it, that woman weirded you out that's just the thing about it these two seem totally fine but she weirded you out but the thing that also kind of weirds you out is heather and mike you get tired like it is nine o'clock and both of you are just yawning and exhausted. Ooh. And as college students, nine o'clock is like when most people wake up. So <laughs> this, you know, uh, the humpback don't play at nine. They, they, they're <laughs> 10 o'clock band and only. So the fact that, Heather, you are just exhausted at this point is weird, especially since like you started your trip at like 12 uh, you got you woke up at like what eleven fifty five. It's not like you've been doing a lot of work, but you're you're exhausted. Just when you just into the sluggish, just keeps. I don't know. I I guess we gotta find one of those rest stops, guys. Yeah, let's right. do that. Let's... Right now. I mean, we're not that yeah. far, right? Like we we're we're like a stone's throw from. I from swear, the there was pro. You know what? That that granny probably had a dark side, you know, had like a party side. There was alcohol, I swear to God, because I am out. And if it was, it was good stuff. I didn't even taste it. Oh, so I'm I, actually I'm just going to grab a quick uh, since I don't remember anything about the United States. Uh, <laughs> you guys currently you've been driving. Uh, I said you started in Kansas and you you are currently you're a little bit outside of the border of Illinois. You're you're I think you're right now you've made it to at this point. uh Missouri. Like I said, you've driven for a few hours. Um, pretty fast paced, honestly, because uh Heather does not know how to follow the speed limit, or as he calls it speed suggestions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Heather, as soon as you point out like I need to stop, um, within like two, three minutes, you do see uh the uh, uh, something that says like, you know, uh the Illinois uh the Missouri uh the Missouri welcoming center uh coming up. Rest stop, bathrooms, stay for the fun. All right, there. Yeah, I, I. This looks, this looks good. Uh, yeah, let's let's pull over here. All right, let's do the thing. Yeah, yeah. 
they, they pull over uh and I'm Erica. They, 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 it is a well-lit welcoming center. Like there are lights upon lights. There's people going into the bathroom. Um, it's not deserted or anything, but you guys, yeah, you pull in and almost immediately Heather and Mike, Mike, you're already just drifting because you're not driving. But as soon as Heather gets like a chance to like park, of course she parks away from the people. Cause you mm-hmm. know, Wanda needs her distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're Heather's already like kind of leaning back in her seat and, Grabbing a pair of sunglasses to wear as she like starts hunkering down. Okay, uh, all right. I I'm I'm not tired yet, but if, you know, if you if you guys are are feeling uh, the weight of the semester and all of the driving we've been doing, that's fine. Um, as you say that, you look over and they're just both out mm, sleeping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night, guys. <laughs> And Eric, I'm just going to, unless you have anything crazy, uh, like you can go to the restroom, you get some more stuff from a vending machine. And by the time you're ready to kind of drift to sleep, like, uh, are, what do you, are, do you think Erica's a reader? Does she like reading novels or anything like that? I do. Yeah. I think, um, I think let's, let's get, let's get a book for Erica. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay. Some, uh, yeah, an right One second, guys. I'm, I'm going to do eighties, uh, a popular eighties book, popular 19. 19- 87 book. I want like a, like a, I got a book next to me. I don't know if she's. Ooh, a oh, what about this? Misery by Stephen oh King. God. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so really into horror right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she, well, Stephen King's beyond horror. He's, he, he transcends it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you read the book. You 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 you're awake for honestly about three hours. Okay. Finally, you're just like okay, try to go to bed, mm-hmm. and you're not comfortable. You don't understand how Mike, who is literally crushed behind Heather, um, <laughs> and the luggage, is snoring as much as he is. Heather just kind of has her arms crossed over, like an angry and like an angry woman observing her cheating husband from her car, oh um, and she's just staring straight ahead. But she has the sunglasses, so she's clearly sleeping. Um, mm-hmm. And since you're 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 tiny framed, you're kind of able to curl up with your blanket. Um, you pull it back from Mike's uh, from Mike's domain. Uh, you close your eyes, but it is it's not easy to fall asleep. But you do. Okay. And at first, you crack the window open because it's hot. It's Missouri's in mm-hmm. June. Mm-hmm. But throughout the night, as you're sleeping, like you. You get cold and you kind of, you know, subconsciously, you, you, you know, kind of wake up and not fully conscious and you roll up, up, you know, you roll up your window and you go back to sleep and you got, you kind of return back to slumber. And then you, I'm going to say everybody roll stamina, just a straight up stamina roll. Success is eight. Yep. Success is okay. eight. No success. No successes. One success. Perfect. All I was looking for is who wakes up first. So no one says like, okay, well, uh, Mike and Erica roll new characters. Uh, No. (laughs) Heather, you stir. You're the first to stir. And your neck hurts. I mean, this was not a good idea. You don't know why you would go to bed at nine. And as you kind of like, you know, you know, wave your, pull the glasses down. The first thing you think was, is. Oh, they shut off the lights at the welcoming center. That's creepy. 
But then you realize, no, something's covering your windshield. Uh, that's weird. Um, I'm going to open uh, the door so that I can get out and look at it from outside. You push open the door. And the first thing you notice is your car is pretty low to the ground. You know, that's what, that's how Camaros roll. (laughs) Not made for retirement communities. (laughs) But you, you push and there's resistance. And because there's snow. Excuse me, what? There's snow up to at least the, the not m- mid door, but like probably a couple inches from the uh, where your door begins. It's it's probably about uh, at least eight inches of snow on the ground, if not 12 inches of snow. And you push open the door. That's the first thing you notice. Second thing you notice uh, is your car is covered in snow. That's what was clearly covering the windshield. And a third thing you'll notice is you're not at the the rest stop. You're in a town. The heck. You're you you are parked on the street of a town that has lights. There are lights. Uh, they they look like one of those old kind of torch lights, but they're actually you know they gas lanterns along the road, and there's festive uh, like um, hanging. Uh, Christmas lights that go throughout them. Um, There are a couple houses or storefronts that uh, have lights that are on, um, but you don't see anybody other Uh, than the people behind you and who's sleeping behind you, Mike and Erica, who are snuggling in her blanket. Turn off the AC. Oh my God. Turn off the the fucking AC. Wake up. What? 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 Um, um, Heather's just kind of like gesturing at the snow covered windshield, which is not helping anything. How long were you driving? I was driving. Erica, you are awakened by, uh, by what, uh, a gr- what, what's that line from, uh, I, I woke with a, uh, with a, such a clatter. You arose such a clatter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from your, as your friends are arguing, you kind of stir awake. Uh-huh. And you're able to, everybody's able to see uh, now that the window's open, uh, the door's open. There's snow outside. And as you look outside your window um, and you open your door, there's snow outside there too. There's snow everywhere. Is this not seasonal? <laughs> it's, it's Illinois, not the North Pole. Well, the uh, Illinois, right? The, the, the lake. And the snow rolls off the lake and it comes down from, you know, weather. Listen, I failed my environmental course, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember, the Ink Monster wants to eat you!